Hello and welcome to Hot Shots, the podcast about women over 35 learning to play football for the first time. I'm Rebecca and I started to play football weekly in Brighton with friends last summer. Our team's called Hot Women FC, the hotties, a reflection on our menopausal bodies. I'm Kate. I played a bit of five-a-side for a while when I lived in London, but that was over 12 years ago. In this podcast, we'll be speaking to older women who play football and the teams they play with. We want to hear from the experts about how to get football fit and avoid injury. I'm CJ. I'm captain of the Hotties. I'm keen that we learn a few rules and tactics of the beautiful game. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking to a sports massage therapist about preventing injury and how to improve our performance. But first, how was your week? Well, first, that's the first time you said I'm captain of the hotties. You said you've decided now to just like grab that regal title, which is fair enough, you are. But you've been quite modest about it up to now. So 2020, you're just putting it out there. Well, I'm quite lazy. So I feel I'll be usurped unless I sort of assert myself. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Okay. You should own it. (laughs) Owning it. Yeah. So, sorry, before that, you asked a question. No, no, I was going to say, Happy New Year. Oh, yes. Happy New Year, New Decade. Yes. Thanks. And I was going to preview our new season because we're back at it this week. So, we're going to, I've been sending out the WhatsApp messages who's playing, who's ready. And we've got a game on Tuesday against. Our greatest foe. Yes, well, I, I, I reminded everyone that when we played them in our opening game of the four that we played before Christmas, we did lose 11-0 and it was our first ever match. And I think that sort of quietened down the enthusiasm for the return to the pitch somewhat. Mm, I don't think it's going to be quite the same as that first game. Well, you think we'll, we'll have them? I don't think necessarily we'll have them, but I think... <laughs> I think, I think we have improved somewhat and the other fixtures, the other results have shown that. Yeah, but I'm, I've got a concern that we've all stopped playing for four weeks. I mean, I've done sort of like nothing really, apart from reaching to fridges and... Uh, we'll, be having, we'll be having 30 seconds subs on, subs off because we, I can't breathe. Actually, there is an advantage. I'm probably slightly bigger in the goal now than I was uh, at the end of uh, 2019. So there's, there's more of me to spread out. So should be all right. Should be all right. Sounds a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So I think it would be nice if we had the training session before our first match, but that's just not how our, our no, organisational no, thing happens, is it, Captain? But, that's not. It's not. <laughs> actually, uh, the captain has been liaising. Actually, saying that um, our lovely coach Nikki sent me a, um, a message on Facebook because she saw the WhatsApp for who's playing the next game, and she sent a, sent me a, some tactics. So I'll be implementing tactics this game from uh, our coach Nikki which would be good so you've got a really cheeky look in your eyes as you say that it's like you just wait because I've now I've been told as she said to you like step up captain sort them out <laughs> they really need a little bit of getting hold of and stopping quite so many goals going in yeah she said keep them quiet tell them to shut up and just listen I said okay <laughs> okay I'll do that and run more yeah <laughs> run harder longer faster no what was that what was the thing that when we ran we run Run, stop, no, I can't, oh, I've forgotten gosh, it. Oh, gosh, gosh, they're all S's. Four S's. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it didn't it sink was, in. It was... Oh. Stop. So, no. Stalk. Stalk. <laughs> Stalk. <laughs> speed. Um, no, okay, right, I'm going to have to go back to the I'm going to have to refer to my notes on that. Not <laughs> <laughs> sunk in. This is really oh. scary. Yeah. But what, the next training session, the day after, we should think about what we want her to 
teach us or, or, or what we, you know, what we need to improve on? What Do we go back to basics? I'm sort of thinking about that whole, um, just actually just how to kick a ball properly thing would be quite a good place to go. Because the other day when we were speaking to Sarah Messenger. From South London Women's Football Club. Yeah. She was just get, just saying to us, you know, just get confident with the ball work. And, and what she was saying made a lot of sense. And it has been a while since we've been in the gym. So maybe it, it's a good idea that we just get back to basics, just spend a bit of time kicking the ball, going through that sort of stuff. That's true, actually. I'd forgotten because after we recorded with Sarah, who kindly came and talked to us about what happened in 1994 when she set up South London Women's Football Club, she sort of said, hang on, I just want to show you a couple of things. And she sort of grabbed a ball or something she used as a ball, actually, and, and sort of did the footwork and said, just do this, just try doing this and repeat doing that. And so she couldn't leave without giving us a tip, which, again, it just shows how helpful everyone has been on this journey with us, that she was, after sitting down and listening to us babble and answering our questions with a microphone, she took the time to give us some tips as well. Yeah, and she also reiterated something that Nikki said in um, when we talked to Nikki about that repetition, repeat, 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 and as soon as you get bored, you've basically mastered it or you've got better. Yeah, so repeat the four S's and then you might not forget them over Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe let's uh, let's write those down on a on a post-it note somewhere. But is that what you want to work at personally? You, that is the the footwork to start with. I think so because I'm reasonably fit, and yeah, I think just being able to hit, to kick the ball where I want it to go, I feel it doesn't always go where I want it to go. Kate, how about you? I still want to work on my position on the pitch, where I should be. Was that knowing where you should be or getting to there because of the fitness? Both, Both I think. Yeah. I've got some tips. Tips from the coach. Great. I look forward to hearing yeah. those on our next match or before our next match. Hopefully not during. <laughs> or, or maybe during. I don't know. <laughs> Shouting at me from the sidelines. We might need repetition several times if our uh, memories are you know, quite as... Fading. Fading as they seem to be. My mind's faded. Has it? Yeah, it's gone. Hasn't your, honestly, well, obviously. I, can't, I'm, I, can't, I don't yeah. remember anything. I, don't, I hardly remember my name. Most That's things. a good excuse for a lot of stuff, mm. isn't it? Like, I mean, really we've all is. got Christmas brains. Mm. Well, oh, no, mine's no. menopausal brain. Oh, okay. But I think I'm, I'm slightly different position because so I, I am slightly older than both of you. Like a, boasting. Yeah, boasting, I know. Look at me, the <laughs> ageing old lady. I'm like the, uh, what's it, the, the mother of the house. Oh, yeah. the, speaker, the lady Bracknell. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, I've just... I think my fitness, it, it goes away so quickly and I was so oh, unfit okay. to start with and I feel really unfit again now. So, And it's also a battle because of the fact that I don't play outfield as much. So you can view that as being someone who you know doesn't want to get fit. But actually, I really, this year, I really want to work on my fitness mm-hmm. and I've got back issues and I really need to work on strengthening my back as well. Because uh, it's not a clever sport to play, really, if you, you, it's an impact sport, ultimately. And especially if you're mm. a keeper and you're leaping around randomly. So I've got mm. to keep it fit. Hopefully, well, I'm pretty certain we are welcoming back a couple of long-term injuries on Wednesday, back when we're training at the youth club. Uh, we've got Ali J coming back. We've got Zoe coming back, I think. So I think it's important that all of us are able to mix up, you know, the people playing on the pitch so we can include people who who aren't sort of dashing, running around everywhere. You know, there's space for everyone, whatever your fitness, and able to improve it, but able just to do as much as you can or as much as you want to do. Yeah, it's a challenge, but mm. it's good to help and people. Help them integrate in the mix. Yeah. And, mm. and not feel kind of... Like not feel got... like they can't come because they're not fit enough. So exactly. It's, it's really important that... Well, do you know what? Coming up, we're going to talk to someone who couldn't come because not because they weren't fit enough, but because uh, they got an awful injury. So, uh, yeah, let's we'll be hearing more about health and fitness with another member of Hot Women FC in just a moment. 
We've been playing for five months now, and as a team, we've encountered numerous injuries along the way, including a couple of dramatic trips to A&E. One of our casualties is with us today. Welcome. Will you introduce yourself, please? Of course. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm Adele, like the singer. And, uh, <laughs> um, that yeah. always makes it <laughs> <laughs> I do apologise. It's, it's getting a bit old now. And I, I think I joined Hotties maybe on the second or third game when we were still playing down at... Um, on the on the slopey, on the slopey park uh, yeah, either Blakers Park or Preston Park right. is when I when the I joined. The ski slope, as yeah. I affectionately call it. It was a Can't bit of a, understand why we got injured. Well, no, it was a bit of a perfect storm, really. I mm. think as to why I got injured in the first place. So, we hadn't warmed up properly. There was massive holes in the ground, and <laughs> over I went on my ankle. Had you played football before this summer? I mean, years ago, 30, 30 years ago when I was a teenager, out with, you know, I was a bit of a tomboy, so along the, the boys along the road, I'd go out and play out, really. Are you going to come and play football? And that was that's all I'd done. Did you ever play at school? No, we didn't play football at school back then. So yeah, this is the first time I've really played in a team and competitively. We actually play football at your old school, don't we? Yes, we do, Dorothy Stringer. So Yeah, yeah but, you know, when I was there... Were those pictures there? 30 years ago. No, they weren't. What was I don't recognise any of the of the school at all. The pictures weren't there. The sports hall wasn't there. Bike sheds. Bike sh- we had bike sheds <laughs> uh, and the swimming pool was there. But the, yeah, no, that, that, where we play football now was just some kind of outfields where they had a cricket pitch. So what were you playing at school? I was quite sporty. I was um, netball, hockey was my game really, and athletics. Yeah, I was hockey. Yeah, hockey. That's quite dangerous, hockey. Oh, oh no, it's yeah. not. I played lacrosse. You want a real game. <laughs> That hockey ball hits you, Rebecca. Mm. That's going to ouch. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Back down then. Let's go back a little bit and talk about your injury. What What oh, happened? Exactly? Well, yeah. I mean, we were just having a game back in the in the days when we still had um, hoodies for goalposts. Although I think we'd progressed to cones by then, actually. And I know it was, yeah, it was professional. It, we were. I mean, we thought we were. <laughs> Pretty professional and um, we were just kicking around and like I say I hadn't warmed up properly and I just went over on my ankle down a divot <laughs> and the pain my goodness I honestly thought I'd I could felt I felt it crack under me and so I you thought, knew straight away I knew straight away one. I thought I'd broken it I'd broken my ankle before and I thought Ooh. this is it I've broken it and the pain was just excruciating and then I thought after rolling around on the floor a bit like I a, remember yeah, the, the silence yeah. you know when everyone else goes silent and doesn't say anything because yeah. it yeah. feels serious and then it was like I got to go to any. What mm. noise did you make? Just, um, oh, it was you, quite. It was, was, it, was quite, it a good yeah. scream or? I mean, yeah. I think I did an initial like, you know, that this is hurting, and then tried to be brave, and but yeah, it wasn't working. It was straight to any, and uh, they were amazing actually up there. But I'd done a really bad sprain, and I was out of action. I think for about five weeks. What sort of treatment did you get for it? Because I think you were quite. Itching to get back a bit soon, I was, you? You and I did come back. People. Yeah, I, I did come back a bit soon. I think I came back for one match up in the Manor, and I, I wasn't quite ready. Um, the Manor being at the AstroTurf, the AstroTurf, which, Astro Turf, yeah. which was like well, dreams compared to the other one. Yeah, so well, they just said to to rest it, which I probably didn't do, and not to wear boots, which I didn't do <laughs> because I had to wear. For, so I mean, I'm, I probably did. I look after myself. No, and then it. As it wasn't healing, I then thought, now I'm going to have to start doing some stuff. I went for a bit of physio and and now it's much better. How was the physio? Well, yeah, that's an interesting story. I've never been for physio before and they kind of concentrated on my upper legs. Your glutes? My glutes. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it kind of hurt, actually. So that was quite, quite surprising for you? So really like surprising. Your bum? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he was massaging my bum a lot. Whoop. So, a whoop. Uh, 
It was oh, a bit yeah, weird. They're all connected. Well, so but this is apparently depends, yeah. what he said, and it he said that up. he said I get problems in my buttocks, and then in a, and then in the top of my foot yeah. when my back's tight. Well, this is what he told really? me, and so yeah, when I was going there expecting him to, you know, massage my bad ankle, maybe put in some pins, and have, you know, it's going to be amazing. Um, and he said, <laughs> I can't touch it because it's still. You, I can see it's yeah, still too injured. too injured. So he worked on my upper legs and my glutes. And um, yeah, it, I mean, that really hurt. It's quite bruised from that. But in the end, eventually now, I'm back and fit and playing and loving it. So that treatment helped? It did, I think. Do you ever do uh, any kind of sports massage or...? No, I don't actually. I probably should, given my ageing years and, you know, doing exercise, but no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Can you, how old are you, approximately, if you don't want to give an I'm 44. 44. You're a babe, aren't a you? A baby, yeah. You're like a decade younger than me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old enough to be a mother. That makes a change yeah. these days. Unlike the girls we're playing. Yeah. Mm. Grandmother. You're the hotties Penelope Pitstop, oh, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> All right, apparently I run like Penelope Pitstop. I'm, I'm embracing it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> hail, hail. <laughs> what did you learn from that experience? I mean, you mentioned the warming up yeah. as one thing. Since then, I've, I try, well, I do warm up properly, um, especially my ankles. Mean? Well, you know, I was, we, we were just going into, we were just going straight into a, into a match, weren't we really, when, before, but now we do, we do a warm up. I, I do try and focus on my ankles and, because I think they are a bit week i've bought some decent shoes we're playing on better pitches all the things are just generally i can warm down afterwards that we weren't doing to start with no but it, yeah, we were just beginners we were yeah it's a bad Season combination five. isn't it so starting up when you then you, you're not fit to start with no. and that means actually people's tackles can be a little bit more um if you know actually we were doing tackling which yeah. was not a wise thing at that time i don't think we probably should have been in the no park, touch you know, yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, there's photos where it looks like Greco wrestling is about to happen <laughs> from that occasion. I don't know if that was people falling over together or what was happening. A little bit of love, I don't know. It was, but it was a different time, wasn't it? We've come a long way. But so you, you've learned to warm up. Do you think that's fed through to everyone else now? Because we've had other injuries as well, haven't we? So. Oh, definitely. I think in the, um, you know, I do a, a warm up in the training every week. I lead people around like I'm Mother Duck. And also having a coach, she's kind of keeps us flexible and moving, doesn't she? For the outdoor games, we try and do a bit of warming up as well. We're much more aware than we were. I think I became aware when we went to Crawley and, and Kate took part in their session and it was like a third, if not about a third of the session was the warm up. About 20 minutes, yeah. yeah. They were warming up. It was really good. But we are definitely better at warming up. Definitely, definitely better. And I think once... A few people started to go to A and E, and a few people started to drop off with serious injuries. Well, we like, did, yeah. Like you. They, we did have then, a few serious injuries. Mm. Then, then everybody was like, "Okay, we've we've got to do this better." Yeah, yeah. It's um, not 1990 anymore. No, no. Got to look after each other as well, and be that yeah. sense of look, you know, needing to warm up and and not going in at people with with tackling and stuff. And getting niggles treated before they become something bigger, which is... Yeah, so I had a niggle in my thigh um, that was happening for a couple of weeks. And so eventually I decided to give a sports massage therapy a go and I had a chat with my sports therapist. (laughs) 
I'm at Beatitude, the sports injury and massage clinic based at the Fitness Hub Gym in Circus Parade near Preston Circus in Brighton. And I'm with Deborah Hasler. We're in your practice room and on the wall there's uh, posters of the muscular system and the skeletal system. And you've got a lovely massage bed in the middle. And so, Deborah, I'd like to start with if you could tell me what is sports massage and sports therapy and what's the difference? Okay, so basically... Sports massage, we look more at muscles. In sports therapy, we look at tendons, we look at muscles, we look at bone, sports injuries in general. I came to you with a problem with my quad, which is my thigh, and also I had noticed that by the end of an hour session up at the Manor Gym that my back was really, really getting stiff and I was almost hardly able to bend over and pick up the ball. And I'd never had sports massage or sports therapy before, so I didn't really know what to expect. So can we talk a little bit about the treatment that you suggested for me and how you approached that? Yes, of course. So uh, when you came here, you came complaining about pain on your quadriceps. So basically the approach was we talk about what was happening and we, we did some assessment to see what the problem was. And then we found out it was a little muscle tear around the the quadriceps. And what I realized on you were your glutes and your core, specific sores major, that's a muscle, a little bit, it's quite deep down muscle, yes, so in front of the core. So uh, those muscles wasn't firing properly. And what was happening was your quadriceps, that's one hip flexors, and your lower back, they were overcompensate. That's what was happening. So what we did was, okay, let's strengthen up, making sure they're gonna be firing during the game, because that's the most important. Especially because glutes, we have over 16 muscles and core. Anything that's center of our body is really important. So we did a little uh, treatment plan, and the treatment plan was uh, make sure uh, with some soft tissue release, bring loads of blood supply. We also did some strengthening around your inner muscles, adductors, the, the, muscles the inner leg. That's it, the muscles in the middle of the legs. And loads of footballers sometimes have a growing pain exactly because those muscles are not strong enough. So my advice for all football players are strengthen up those growing muscles. That's really important. What kind of exercise should you do to uh, strengthen if you, them? If you kind of squeeze a ball, they should kind of help. If you want to do it at home, squeeze a ball really good between the knees. And if you go to the gym, they have a specific machine for adductors and abductors. I had two sessions with you. Two and sessions and, and have you been strengthened up since then? Yeah, I've been doing the exercises ever since. Exactly, and, and that's why sometimes people don't, don't understand how fast it can be. Sometimes people are suffering from lower back pain for years and they have no idea that sometimes strengthen up using like two minutes per day will make a massive difference in their lifestyle or improving performance and uh, overall. There are lots of physical therapies out there from physio yeah. to osteopathy yes. to chiropractor treatment and massage therapy. What is the benefit of having sports massage and who can have it? 
So basically, sports massage is for everyone. Doesn't need to be an athlete. Doesn't need to be someone that practices exercise. Sports massage would be for someone that's feeling um, uh, muscles are quite tight. So even if you sit for a long period of time, you're going to benefit from it. It's really good for blood supply, uh, circulation, relaxation somehow afterwards as well, and prevention, prevent from injuries as well. So I would say anyone could benefit from sports massage. So is it common for you to get people coming here that aren't actually involved in sports? Yes, it's really common, especially people that have been sitting for a long period of time. So those people have a, a, the tendency of have a little bit more back problem or shoulder problems, so they need something a little bit deeper than normal. That's why they come to looking for some sports massage or some deep tissue work. Do you get many 40-plus female footballers coming to your clinic? Yes, I do get loads, actually. I, I would say overall, maybe around 40 to 60s. Feels like where the human starts to look after themselves a little bit more. They're a bit more worried about their health and vitality and, and sports performance as well. Why do you think that is? It could be like approaching to middle age where we start to think more about the future. Maybe when we are young, we don't, we don't have that kind of feeling, I guess, we think, we feel like we, we are kind of invincible, isn't it? And then when we get around 40, we have a little bit of aches and pains, and, and then when we decide, okay, I'm going to look after myself. So is there a difference then between the types of injuries or, or complaints that people come to you with if they're 40 plus compared to, say, younger ones who might be, I don't know, 20 or 30? Yes, it's a big difference. When I get younger, are people that are properly injured already they kind of wait until the last bit to come and looking for help now if you see someone 40 plus uh, normally people that start to feel it pain level sometimes two out ten and then they come for they come looking for some help straight away because they don't want to get worse so about prevention isn't it so very i would say maybe wiser compared to youngers isn't it <laughs> You're listening to Hot Shots, the podcast about women over the age of 35 who want to start playing football. I'm at Beatitude, the sports injury and massage clinic near Preston Circus in Brighton, and I'm with Deborah Hasler. What advice would you give to women like myself and yeah. the rest of my team yeah. who have just started to take up a sport, a particular high-intensity game like football? I uh, strengthen the core, strengthen the glutes, my muscles, strengthening hamstrings quadriceps. At least one hour a week, make a little program, go to the gym, or do a little workout at home. That's really important. So if you have a, uh, enough muscle to support the joints, the ligaments, the overall. Second is do a good warm-up, and don't forget to stretch or use the foam holder at the end. Plus, look after your nutrition and hydrate. hydrate. That's the most important. So in terms of warm-up, yeah. what kind of exercises should footballers be doing to prepare? Yeah, so uh, in the past it used to be more stretch. So nowadays we look at dynamic warm-up. So it's more about moving your body, making your heart beat a little bit faster, all that blood supply, and then leave the stretch for the end of the session. 
So what exactly is a dynamic warm-up? It's, it's not static, so you're moving. You're moving the joints around. You warm up the joints, the hip joint, the, the, the knee joint, the shoulder joint. So you're moving around. Now, uh, at the end, it's more static. You're stretching the muscles, so it's a little bit different than when you start to the end. What tips can you give us about warming up and warming down? Okay. And how long before and after should we do it? Before the game, five minutes before the game, ten minutes before the game, we should do some dynamic warm-up. Moving around, move that joint, warm up that joint, make sure your heart is sending loads of blood supply. Uh, so that would be before the game. After the game, it would be all about stretching. So during the game, you're going to have loads of muscle contraction. And the, the idea of stretch at the end is bring that muscle to the normal length. Right, so you can use the foam roller as well, what I think it's better than stretch. So the foam roller should be for quads or quadriceps, bum muscles, glutes, hamstrings, back of the thigh, calf muscles, uh, lower back. You can use it for everything. It's just amazing. And this is one of those foam rollers that you can get from the internet. Yeah, you can get at Amazon and you don't have to spend loads of money on it. You can just kind of five pounds, ten pounds. You can get a very good one. And to use them, you just you put whichever muscle you're concentrating on onto the roller. And how long should you use the foam roller? Yes. So I always tell people minimum of three minutes each part of the body. Because uh, our fascia in our system takes about minimum of three minutes to start to accept it. So if you use it only for one minute, for example, we will not go as deeper. So it's say three minutes around the, the front of the legs, three minutes around the, the bum muscles, three minutes around the back of the muscles. So it would be around 10 minutes and you're going to do a really nice releasing all those muscles and blood supply, oxygen to the cells. So it's, it's really good. Thinking about, so someone like me, I'm currently not a member of a gym. So what should I be doing between games in terms of training and fitness? You could do some planks, sit-ups, bridges, squats, lunges. You can get like a couple of pots of water, for example. You can work out your biceps, you can work out your triceps. It's all about discipline and persistence. And, and focus on, okay, I'm going to take one hour a week, I'm going to look after myself. That's really important. And generally, for our team who want to improve their performance, yes. what's the best way to go about it? Okay, so basically with speed work, you guys, I guess, have to run a lot. The best way, interval training. So if you go on a treadmill or, don't again, don't need to be at the gym, can be uh, in the streets or at the seafront, if you run 500 meters really fast and then you rest for a minute, then you run another 500 meters really fast and then you rest for a minute and then you complete five kilometers. It's really hard, it's not very pleasant, but it's amazing for uh, improving performance. It's really good. And to rest in between, do you mean carrying on running or walking? No, you, you kind of totally rest. You can walk really slowly, but the idea is to make your your heart to drop down and then you start again and then your heart work in full capacity again. And then you drop down and then you go again. And that's going to teach your muscles to store more glycogen. 
sounds like a long distance, 500 meters. <laughs> uh, yes, but then I guess if you don't want to do 500 meters, start with 100 meters and then you can rest a little bit. Start slowly, you know, you don't have to do 5K in one go. Start one kilometer and then you kind of, okay, I'm going to do two. And then I do three, you know, and then you might fall in love and then you might end up doing more and more. So yeah, that, the idea is start slowly and, and enjoy. Then have fun, that's the most important, isn't it? Yeah. So what would you say then to encourage other women who are, you know, say 40 plus, like many of our team, what would you say to them about getting active and playing football maybe? First, uh, congratulations, because sometimes it's so hard, isn't it, to get our bump out, it's so fun to try and do something. So basically it's amazing for our mind, it's good for our body, it's good for our self-confidence, it's really important for our health. And well done, I think everyone, to be honest, should be doing minimum of three hours a week of exercise. That's important for everything and it reflects not only us, but everyone around us as well. Great, thank you so much for talking to me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs> that was Deborah Hasler from Beatitude, the sports injury and massage clinic in Brighton. So she gave some really top tips there about warming up and improving fitness. What Sounds did you think? quite exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I know that run 500 metres, then rest for a while. I was like, what, how long? One week, two weeks? <laughs> oh, you know. I'm going to just embrace the plank. Yeah, you, you like planking. Planking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you planker. Yeah, we've already decided it is. The hot is right bunch of plankers. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> but incorporate it, it into our sessions. But do you know what? Underlying all that, and we're la- sitting here laughing about it and thinking, oh my goodness, but is the fact that actually when you go out and start kicking a ball and running around, you do need to think, is your body ready for it? Otherwise, we'll all end up like you, Adele. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Heaven <laughs> <laughs> <Nothing> forbid. <laughs> No, it's, you know, it's not good, is it? You go down with an injury like that and in agony and you think, what the hell have I done to myself? You know, we don't want to be there. It was good. What did you Mm. take from it then? I'll definitely go and see her again because it really helped. I had two sessions and it really, really helped me. I haven't had that quad pain again. So I took from it that I'll go and get some professional help quickly rather than kind of wait for something serious to happen. Will you be running 500 metres as well? I haven't quite got there yet. But I've been doing about 500 chocolates a day. I don't know if that counts. I think in terms of maintenance, it's a good thing to do. I might invest in a massage. I see a massage therapist every two to three weeks and have done for three or four years, generally, if I, if, if I can afford it and I'm in a position to do it at the moment. And that makes a real difference to me with my back. But I actually, it's kind of maintenance rather than... Uh, strengthening and that's the thing now is deciding what else and at the moment I'm thinking yoga's going into my mix no no, just no response there just you all look at me and kind of curl your lips Mm. yoga Mm. no it's good I think anything like that would be good yeah Adele yoga I tried it once Um, I'm not very coordinated and I'm out of sync with everything that's not what the divot said. It no, lovely, the, lovely this step. is why I'm running like um, Penelope Pitstop, falling over like her, and I can't, I've got no sink. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, can you imagine doing Zumba? I, I always think Zumba just oh, that once trying as to well. keep the rhythm. Oh, it's awful. Mm. I was dreadful. We Absolutely dreadful, yeah. <laughs> it is joking. Everyone's in time clapping and dancing. You're like, oh. I'm just going to go I'm in the corner and do my plank mm. on my own. <laughs> 
I'm CJ and thank you very much to Adele for joining us today. We're always on the lookout for stories of women's football to discover and share, so get in touch with us if you've got some ideas. I'm Kate and whether it's training tips or anything football related, we would love to hear from you. But that's it from us for this podcast. We'll be back next time with more football chat, advice and laughter from the world of Hot Women FC. I'm Rebecca and if you want to follow us or suggest any topics for us to look into or indeed guests that CJ, Kate and myself should be talking to then get in touch. We're on Twitter at Hot Shops Kick. See you next time and remember you're, you're never, never too old, old to be a hot shot. shot.